Hello everyone, it's Christian Fuchs, former Schalke player. It has been an awful, crazy season for everybody, player, fans, everybody around the club. As well, it has been a crazy season for Schalke. Definitely unexpected, definitely not the level that Schalke belongs to. Please support them. They deserve it to get back to the heights where they belong. And just to know, you are listening to Schalke America. Glück auf. Blau und Weiß seit Leben lang. Herzlich willkommen zurück auf Schalke America. Welcome to episode 185 or some change of Schalke America. I'm your host, Richard Carmen. Forget you, go to hell, Bayern, Ludenscheid, Nord, and Union. You could have done us a favor, you did not. But I digress. How are we doing tonight, everyone? Uh, Victory Monday. It's a Victory Monday podcast, of course. We're here. No Jack Mangan, because like every other player on Schalke, Jack is on the IR. So, Jack, hope you're getting better, my friend. Hope you get back before uh, even Fairman, Skarka, and uh, Bruner. We'll get to them in a bit. But, uh, yeah, it's a Victory Monday podcast. Um, Hunter is in the house. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good evening. Good night. Whatever. Whatever time it is, day for you. Glukauf. I'm drinking my um, my Marius Bulter drink here. Angry Orchard here. Oh. And arm the big man getting two goals in uh, this weekend's game. Um, big game, obviously. Uh, victory Monday. We're going to talk about. Um, we'll get into the game. Big win. We needed to win. It was a must-win game. Um, unfortunately, like I mentioned our friends around us. I don't even friends. Our, our bitter rivals around us did us no favors. They're all in the title hunt, and they just choked, choked. But let's get into the good news first. Um, it was. Us against Hertha Berlin, uh, relegation six-pointer absolutely was um, a game that both teams needed a victory in this one. Uh, heading into this one, I mean, we were we were at the bottom of the table at the, at the time. Um, Hertha is obviously struggling, Stuttgart struggling, the Balkan, you know, everyone, everyone around us is struggling at the moment. But you know, going to this game, um, we had especially a poor performance against Hoffenheim the week before, which another game we should have won. And we did not look really flat, really poor. And I was un, unsure how we were going to come out in this one. I know Jack felt the same way. Um, starting 11, Fairman and goal. I mean, it's fairly similar starting 11. Bruner at right back, uh, Matriciano in the left. Jens and Kaminsky. So Jens back into the starting 11, feeling better. Good. Yoshida out with a muscular injury. So in comes Kaminsky. Kaminsky, only a second start of the season. Uh, so Kaminsky and Jens in the middle. Um, Kraus left out of starting 11 in this one. Lazzo would be in the starting 11 next to Kral. We would see a different front three. Bulter, of course, always on the, on the, on the left-hand side. Skarka back into the starting 11 with Drexler as well. I mentioned Kraus, Sinata, and Drexler coming in. No Salazar as well. And then another guy, Michel Fry, out of the starting 11. In comes uh, Simon Toroda, obviously, with the the news before last weekend's game against um, Hoffenheim that Simon Toroda said he was done. Uh, was This is last season of Schalke. No matter whether we sit in the Bundesliga or go to Zweite Liga, he was done. Um, he's going to move on. And so uh, that was obviously some rough news to hear before the Hoffenheim match. Uh, the team obviously came out flat, but he will get the start in this one um, in the press conference leading up to the match. Um, 
Thomas Rice did say that he felt uh, that maybe Simo Torres turn was here and he had to come back and see what he can do for us uh given especially this is his last uh, season with us some motivation to hopefully keep us in the Bundesliga which that would be Toroda's goal obviously it's Thomas Rice's goal um you know before we get into the game hey what's up Paul Paul and El Waflo's in the house Paul Glukauf aus Florida and El Waflo from Germany um in the in the post match I guess after Hoffenheim um reading looking at that press conference um I I was you can see the articles on shockamerica.com, do or die. Uh, I was not too happy with Thomas Rice and his comments after them. Obviously, he talked about how the team looked flat, this and that, but there was no sense of urgency in him, right? They didn't, you know, he said that perhaps it's a must win game against um, Hertha Berlin. Like, are you serious? Like, it is a must win game. It was a must win against Hoffenheim. How he not, didn't get that, I don't know. Maybe it's just how he portrays himself in the press conferences. Maybe behind the scenes, it was a little bit different. I was curious to see how this team would come out, but we saw, you know, Jens Kaminsky in the middle. Uh, lots of obviously inserted into the starting 11, as is Drexler and Skarka and Taroda. All these players that he brought in made were key contributors in this matchup. Um, on the bench, Schwoloff, uh, who we would see in this game, kind of um, Fairman would pick up an injury in the game, uh, pulled a groin, it looked like he's out for several weeks. Um, also on the bench, Karaban, Grimo, Toyar, Kraus, Salazar, Urnen back in the back in the bench, uh, Michel Fry and Thomas Oyan. Uh, so you know, a pretty solid lineup, I think, overall. Um, looking over at the uh, Hertha Berlin side, uh, Christensen, uh, Uramovic, uh, Chigarechi, who got an injury in this one, Luka Bakio, who always plays well against us, Jovetic, very talented striker, Kempf, Plattenhart, the captain, Richter, who always plays well against us, it seems like, Kevin Prince Boateng, uh, Tudar, and Dardai. Uh, Dardai will be in your, in your ears from the, the recent news because uh, as a result of this game, his dad comes back into the team. Uh, see if he can help them uh, stave off relegation. Hopefully not. Uh, I think they need a good reset, but, you know, I digress. But uh, this was a um, absolutely good, uh, a good game, a, a must-win game for us, I think. I know we had to. I mean, given the results of Hoffenheim, um, <laughs> you know, losing to Bayer Leverkusen is one thing, right? They're, they're better than the table. They're better than us on the table. They're fighting for European spots, maybe even a Champions League spot. Uh, you can let that go, right? Especially after eight game win streak or eight game unbeaten streak, you can let that one go. But Hoffenheim, uh, it's a it's a relegation six pointer, a direct rival for survival, and Schalke comes off flat in Sinisheim, um, look really really poor. Um, but you know you have to let it go and move on. Hurt to Berlin, we cannot dwell on these things. And uh, I told you the new men came out flying in this one. Uh, Skarka, Tim Skarka, within the first couple minutes of the game. A wonderful, fortuitous keep the ball, I guess, but wonderfully foot, right-footed shot, top right corner, off the crossbar, perfect placement of the goal, wonderful way to start the game there. Um, Skarka, the guy who we were, I, mean, I wasn't sure of, of him, his performances thus far this season have been like, eh, sometimes you saw some moments of brilliance, sometimes moments where he's lacking with speed or something, technical ability, but he came out flashing in this one. Um, friend of the show, Derek Ray, was on the commentary, at least in the in, in the States, and he mentioned that, you know, these kind of games with the high tension, either the big boys come out to play or you you hide and, and, and worry. Uh, and Skarka came out to play. He was he was banging in this game, uh, came out with a great goal, start the game. The crowd was immediately behind the team. I mean, it's a, anytime you get the support behind you, we have the best fans in, in, in the Bundesliga and in, in the world. And getting three minutes of the game to get them, they're already pumped up going to this game. And then you get them into the, into the, into the game like that. 
Oh my goodness, what a way to get the game going. Um, Skarka would not end there. Just, you know, 10 minutes later, nice assist. And, uh, it's nice throwing, honestly, that um, Bruner gets the ball or throws it into uh, Drexler. Drexler, nice move to evade the defender. Quickly gives it to Skarka on the right-hand side who crosses over the top. And Marius Boulter, angry tree, right? He gets a header. Uh, he gets a the header on the back door. Uh, two nothing off the bat. Ten minutes in, Skarka with a goal and assist. I mean, that's a perfect way to start the game. Uh, as of as of my, the updates are coming in my phone, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what what is going on here? Uh, this is how we should have came out against Hoffenheim. Uh, we did not, but hey, we did it against Hertha Berlin. Came out two nothing, looking really good early on. Um, Hertha obviously struggling in the onset. Shaka was all Shaka. Every every couple opportunities that that Hertha had, Shaka responded with you know five more chances. Um, Chigarchi would oh, Hertha would make a substitution because obviously they look flat. Chigarchi would come off. I uh, thought he was injured, but no, it was just the referee, uh, the manager pulling him. Uh, Sandro Schwartz pulling him, unhappy about him. You can see the reaction of the player as he comes off, um, and they make a change. And still, it's, it's Shaka's. Up to nothing, look very comfortable. I thought we had a um as long as we went to halftime with with uh with a shutout, I'd be happy because we could just reset and keep going from there. Um as the half went on, Hertha starting a little bit more opportunities here and there. You saw them starting to challenge uh Matriciani a little bit, uh especially with the pace. Uh and eventually in stoppage time of the first half, uh Jovetic, you know, he he's a player who has talent. He he always has in his career. He's played for teams like Man City and Fiorentina. He's he's playing some big teams. Um, showing us why he's been played on those teams in the past with some nice footwork, sloppy defending by Shaka, but I mean, great goal by Jovetic, good at Pashwolov. I mentioned Fairman got injured, Fairman got injured in the 36th minute. Uh, wasn't sure what the injury was, but you know, you watch the replay, it, it's obvious it was a groin injury, and groin injuries take a while, um, to, to heal up. Um, and so Fairman's, as early reports, are he's out for a couple weeks at least, uh, no timetable for his return. You gotta be worried. Uh, you gotta be careful with the groin because groin is—I uh, don't tell you guys—it's very sensitive, right? And so, uh, pulled groin. I've had myself a pulled groin. It takes sometimes months to heal if you don't do it properly. Uh, I'm sure he has—they have better uh, medical staff than I had at my hands privy to. But uh, uh, Schwolov did come in, uh, gave up that goal, and I don't even think that was—it was, was Schwolov's fault. It was just a you know really great track, really great play by Jovetic. Um, but you hate to go down 2-1. Um, you went into halftime. I, you know, we had all the momentum in the game, and then they scored this late goal. Anytime a team scores a late goal, uh, it could it could really change the momentum of the game. Goes we go into halftime out to nothing. Uh, luckily, whatever whatever Thomas Rice had said to the team prior to the match, you know, they came out with a bang. Uh, he must have said the same thing at halftime, or, or Gerald Asamar or whomever, uh, and. Out of the gates in the second half, Schalke started out very, very well. Was forced to make substitution at the end of the first half. Uh, it looked like Tim Skarka got a cleat to the ankle, and man, he had a bloody sock. He is also out for indefinite, no timetable for his return. Um, obviously, something with the leg injury. I don't know if he had a obviously has a cut, but I don't know how severe it is. I haven't seen uh, any of the recent reports yet, but we know that it's for several weeks at least. Uh, as with um, Ralph Fairman. Uh, so his replacement at halftime would be Keenan Caraman. Uh, Keenan Caraman, right out of the bat in the second half, he was jumping all over the place. Reads the play very well early on in what third minute of, of the second half. Um, he ends up finding, does a nice play to get past the defender. 
gets into the box, finds Simo Toroto. You see him looking for the open space, finds it. Keenan Caraman luckily finds him. And Toroto finally, finally, he scores a goal. What is this, the third or fourth of the season? Um, and boom, 3-1, get restore that two-goal lead, what we needed. Uh, great way to start the second half because, again, that goal that happened in the first half, it really could have changed the momentum of this game. And and luckily, Shaka, whatever whatever Kool-Aid they were drinking before the game, they drank it at halftime and, and allowed them to um, restore that two-goal lead. Absolutely needed this one. The, the half would continue. I mean, Shaka just looked, looked like they wanted it more. Hertha looked flat. Turnover after turnover. Um you started seeing Hertha getting more and more frustrated with, with the play. Um, we'll see the stats here in a little bit, but you know, they had several more fouls than Shaka did. Um, and just they were looking to play a physical type of game, and it just it just wasn't working for them. Um, we've been there, right? We where we've been the a team who's been uh, the underdogs and try to you know result um uh, play a more physical game and it doesn't always work for us, and it didn't work for Hertha in this game. I'm not gonna complain about it. I uh it's happy for me. Um, but, uh, you know, we would continue on 3-1. I was happy at that point. I, you know, if it's, the scoreline ended at 3-1, I thought it would have been a good game. But uh, we weren't done there. We weren't done, though. Uh, the angry tree um, would continue with a uh, nice play. Oh, man, I don't remember, I don't remember anyone who, who kind of set up the play. But um, as Caraman ended up giving it to Latza. Latza with a nice play over the top. Perfectly weighted ball. Drop before the goalkeeper over the defender. Uh, Marius Bolter gets on the end of it and chips it over the goalkeeper. Nobody could get to the end of it. Goes in the back of the net. Second goal of the game for Marius Bolter, his ninth of the season. 4-1 lead. When's the last time we had four goals in a game? It seems like it's been forever and a day since we had a four goals in a game. Um, 4-1 at that point. At that point, I was like, man, we're going to just keep scoring all, all day long. I'll, I'll take it. Um, but a good lead there. Um and I think at that point, we started like a little bit letting off our guard because I think Hertha really started coming at us. Maybe they just felt embarrassed and they started waking up finally. Um, Marco Richter is a player who's who had a pretty good game, I think, uh, despite losing you know, in fashion they did. Um, he would actually end up scoring in the 84th minute. A nice, Another nice goal by them. I think Luka Baki with the assist in that one. Um, made a 4-2 at that point. And you're like, okay, well, you know, it's a consolation goal or whatever. Uh, but uh, in stoppage time... Uh, free kick, and you have Marius Bulter over the ball with uh, with Marcin Kamiski, and you're thinking Bulter's got to go for it, right? He's going on, he's on a hat trick. He's going to go for it. Everyone in the stadium, I thought, was going for it, especially all the Hertha. And it was no, it was Kamiski. Kamiski steps up, wonderful free kick. Uh, it goes past the past everyone, past the wall, past the keeper, and into the goal. Fantastic goal, five two uh, victory in this one. Um, wonderful performance for the team. Um, couldn't have asked for anything better in this one. Again, you know, possession overall. I mean, overall statistics, it was it looked fairly even. I, I think that the optics will tell you Shaka were the better team. Uh, obviously, with the five-two scoreline, they were the better team. Uh, certainly, the more clinical of the two. But you know, shots 14-11 in our favor. Shot the target seven to five. Fouls again. I mentioned you know hurt them with more fouls, nineteen to twelve. Uh, corners were fair, even. The corners and XG was a lot closer than I expected. With five goals, you thought the XGs would be well over three. And I think um, even Bundesliga on, on TV, they said it was like more like 2.78 or something. But nonetheless, uh, we won the XG battle on this one. I think it was just a great performance overall by the, by the team um, in, in a must-win game. As I mentioned, 
the the new players that came in, I thought had really big impact in the game. Um, Jens, good to have Jens back in there. Solid back uh, backline player, arguably are you know signing the season for us uh, coming in January. And he really kind of transformed the defense since his since his insertion. Kaminsky, good to see Kaminsky back. I thought he brought a lot. He was the yin to Jens's yang. Um, had a good play early on, snuffing out the ball. Um, good partner, played the long ball a lot, obviously with the free kick goal. Uh, it was a threat on and set pieces both defensively and offensively. Contributed a lot. Lots of br- brought, I thought, the experience we needed in the midfield. Um, you never know what you're going to get with Lotsa. Obviously, he has experience. He is the cap- club captain. Um, but in this game, I thought, you know, without Tom Krause in there, he did well to kind of, you know, kind of steer the ship and and keep cooler heads, I guess, uh, in, in a way. And obviously provided a nice assist to Marius Bultor on the second goal. Uh, Drexler, Drexler, he came off and uh, eventually Krause replaced him, I believe it was. Um, Drexler had a decent game. You know, overall, he was involved, obviously, in the first goal. Um, he, he He's a hard-nosed player, you know, has the offensive ability as we as we know, uh, but he had a pretty decent game. Uh, Skarka, obviously, fantastic insertion for him for a small cameo for him, goal and assist, uh, and one half a play. Um, did not expect that from him. Out of all the players inserted into this lineup, I probably would have thought about Skarka the least, you know, being being impactful in this game. And I thought he did a fantastic job, not only to get the shot off and wonderfully placed as it was. But then the heads-up play, even the assist, I think was even more better, even better than the than the goal. Um, getting himself open, finding a way to cross the ball ever so slightly. A beautiful touch on the ball to get it past the defender, pass up in a place where the keeper couldn't get it, or nor the defense. And Marius Bulter read it all the way, and it's, all he had to do was head the ball into the goal. Um, so Skarka, I thought, played really well. Simo Torda as well, I thought, you know, for the most part, he's holding up the ball well. Had he's always he's always good off the ball, especially defensively. You know, he's always pushing back and trying to defend for his team. Uh, but he was heavily involved uh, throughout the, throughout his time in the game, um, and then obviously getting in the right place in the right time for the goal. He he's a poacher. You can see it on the goal where he's looking for the open play, and the defender's on him. And then eventually, the the guy who's defending him looks at the ball while watching, and Timo Torres just slips back a little bit, gets in this open space. Luckily, Keenan Caraman caught it, fed him the ball, and it puts it away as he as he has as he did last year. I should say not not so much this year. Um, and then obviously again, you know, Marius Bulter, uh, what more can you say about him? The uh, team MVP this season, probably right. Um, at least with goals, uh, Tom Krause is probably the heart and soul of this team this season, but I think Marius Bulter with his nine goals contributed this year. Um, a lot of them mostly in the last, in the second half. Um, if we are the ones, if we are fortunate to survive, he'll be the, one of the biggest reasons why him and probably Maurice Jens. So um Great performance again by the certain eleven, and then you know Schwoloff coming in in defense in uh, in a backup role. Okay, I did an okay performance. Um, before Fairman left, he had a world class save, and I forget who it was. It might have been Richter. I forget exactly, but um, great save by him. I thought Fairman was having a good game. Fairman's been good for us since you know returning to the certain eleven. Uh, but he goes off. Schwoloff comes on. Schwoloff did okay. He did okay, I think, in this game. Um, gave up two goals. Neither goal was his fault. I think uh, it was just you know a lapse in in, in judgment by the defense uh, and really well played, really well done by by Hurt on both goals. Um, so I think you know can't fault him too much for that. Um, Kataman Kataman had a really good game. I thought you know coming in on the second half, involved immediately on the goal. He's always um, he has a good work rate for for an attacker, very much like Simo Torota, willing to help out defensively and, and trying to get the job done. Um, a big reason why not only the goal was scored, but also in that second goal, 
um, or the second goal from Marius Boulter. Keenan Carman had a lot to do with it in intercepting the play and, and getting, causing the turnover where the ball, ball ends up going to um, Donny Latza. Um, also in this game, Urinen. Urinen came in uh, late in the game. Bruner picked up an injury. Uh, looked like a shoulder injury. I don't know if he dislocated his shoulder or something, uh, but he came in up pretty hard, I think, in a battle with uh, Luca Bacchio or um, I don't remember which which of the hurt the players he collided with, uh, but certainly injured his shoulder had to come out was had had to hold his arm in place and uh Ornan came in so Matriciani who had a decent game move over to the right hand side which is more familiar side Ornan jumped on the left hand side Ornan was okay I think you know first time we saw him in a long time it was okay good to have good to have him back in general just to have depth um and Oyan is also on the bench but we didn't have to use him today um Matriciani I think in this game was was not bad right at, at times he made some really great plays other times he was getting beat for pace. Uh, Luca Bacchio is a hard player to to defend. A uh, very very pacey, very shifty with the ball. Uh, and Matriciani at times did struggle. Uh, their their opening goal uh, did or second goal, excuse me, came through that through Matriciani's side. Um, but uh, overall, I think you know you could see why he was voted you know rookie of the month um, with uh, the play he's had. The crowd loves everything. There's a play that you know encapsulates. Matriciani so well. It was like a play where I think it was might have been Luca Bacchio again. He's just a man of the hour, it seems like. Uh he read we thought he read the offside trap very well. Ended up being offside, but he, you know, he he thought he read the offside trap well. Ball's going down. Matriciani doesn't know if it's offside or not. So he continues to hustle on the ball. Um but Luca Bacchio cuts into the right, kind of cuts off Matriciani. Matriciani just keeps beelining it down, hustles, hustles, and eventually, you know, stuffs the stuffs the shot that uh Luca Bacchio had. Ends up being offside. It was all for naught, but the crowd didn't know. The crowd didn't. The crowd didn't care. They they loved what they saw from Matriciani, the heart and soul, the passion. That's what they want from all the players, not just Matriciani. Matriciani and Kraus, those kind of guys. They've been showing it every time they play this year. Um, and that play again alone is why people love Matriciani so much, Lord Matriciani, because he never gives up on a play, even when he's by far the least talented player on the pitch. Um, he finds a way. He's gutsy. He's gutsy. He battles it out, and that's all you could ask for. But excellent game again. Um, man of the match, if you didn't know already, it was uh, uh, Marius Boulter, two goals in this one. Again, nine, nine goals on the season. He's, I mean, you would think every time in the past in the Bundesliga, usually the leading goal scorer probably has like 20, 20 something, almost 30 goals. I mean, because we're sick of having, you know, Lewandowski in the league. He's no longer in the league. The leading goal scorer this year, he only has like, you know, 16, 17 goals this year. Uh, and Boulder's up there. Boulder's in the mix. You know, one of the league leaders, you know, obviously certainly the best player on Schalke this year, but, uh, you know, nine goals, nothing to scoff at. Uh, so good season by him. I mentioned good performances uh, by the team. A couple players, a few players made it into the team of the week. Uh, first in kickers, uh, we had three players in the, in the, in the starting 11. Obviously, Marius Boulter with his two goals. Uh, Tim Skarka with his goal and assist made the, uh, the top 11. As did Kaminsky with his fantastic goal, uh, free kick goal, and obviously his performance overall. Uh, so those three players made kickers top 11, best 11 of the week. Uh, and then over to Sports Chow, uh, we had two players here. Uh, Marius Boulter, again, obviously two goals. Uh, but then Maurice Jens making their um, best 11 as well. So good to see some love from Shaka players. Uh, much deserved, much deserved win uh, in, in this one. And so had to win that game. Um as far as the standings go, after this game, um, 
we currently sit not in the bottom. We're one up from the bottom. We're in 17th. At the time after the game, we were in 16th, but some results didn't go our way. Uh, current standings are Hertha, dead last, 22. We are in 17th on 24, tied with Stuttgart, who have a better advantage over us. Uh, they're on 24 as well. Bochum at 27, Augsburg and Hoffenheim at 29, and then Werder at 32. I mentioned that uh, some results didn't go our way, and particularly our rivals Bayern, Ludenscheid, Nord, and uh, Union. Well, Union's not really a rival, but um, Leipzig, forget Leipzig too. But uh, some of the results from this past weekend, man, they were hurt. They're hurt. They're hurting, right? So Cone and mine. Mainz won one in that game. We could have wished uh, Mainz would have got a result in that one. Dortmund. Somehow those mother effers uh, had a two-goal lead and I think a 3-1 lead and blew it. They choked it away to Stuttgart. Stuttgart had a, a man down for a majority of the game. I think 90, 80 minutes of the game they had a man down. And they blew it. It blew their title chances away too. 3-3 that game, a game that we had, that the game we had the pull for them against Stuttgart, and they choked, uh, and Stuttgart got a point of that 3-3 out of that game. That was an unbelievable result, a terrible result for us, for sure. Um, another game of the weekend, another game this weekend, Bayern against Hoffenheim. You're thinking Bayern's going to score seven goals against Hoffenheim. No, Bayern choke as well. They somehow give up a goal. It's 1-1 uh, in a game against uh, Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim came to play, boosted from their victory against us last week, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Byron, Byron had a chance to go top of the table. I guess they're still at the top of the table now, but 1-1 um, somehow they blew that. Uh, I said screw Leipzig. They, they they did us a favor by beating Augsburg, but who cares about Leipzig? Um, but Union, Union Berlin uh, against Bochum. Uh, that's a game that we had to see um, Union beat Bochum. We needed that, especially at the bottom of the table. Any point we can get, it, the better. Because uh, we were two points behind Bochum at that point. Um, but they get a point out of it. Um, Juranovic gets a goal in stoppage time, make a one nothing when you're Berlin. Like, okay, we're good. We're good here. Uh, Kevin Stoger in the 55th minute get a penalty. Like, all right, 1-1. One, one. They still got a chance here. Honors even, right? 11, 11 up. Nope. Union Berlin gets a red card, and it kind of threw the game off its kilter. And Bochum kind of, you know, um, seized possession after that point. And Bochum and just... I mean, Union just playing for their lives and, and keeping salvation uh, uh, 1-1 scoreline at that point. So um, none of the none of the teams, none of our rivals helped us out this weekend. And so, again, um, yes, we beat Hertha, but Stuttgart gets a point. Bochum gets a point, as does Hoffenheim. And, and really now with, you know, these matches to go, I mean, that Hoffenheim game kills us. We had to win that game. And we said, Jack and I talked about this before. We said that, we had to win these two games, or you can kiss automatic survival goodbye. Uh, I <laughs> yes, we beat Hertha Berlin, but we're gonna have to get some miracles here at the end of the season. Last six games uh, for us. Uh, if I can get this thing to work here, um, give me one second here. Last six games of the season. We got Freiburg coming up this Sunday. Uh, a game it's winnable, but it's gonna be hard uh, at at Freiburg. It's difficult. Uh, Verda Bremen, who is you know towards the bottom of the table now, they they were on a fantastic run to start the season, have come back to life. Um, that's a that's a winnable game. Mainz, that's a game we, sh we that's a winnable game there. And then the gauntlet at the end of the season: Bayern, Eintracht, and Leipzig. It's not going to be easy. Um, we're going to have to pull some victories out of our ass. We're going to have to hope that our rivals, our direct rivals in the in the relegation hunt, somehow lose points, all their points. 
it's not going to be easy. It could have made life so much easier had we got that win against Hoffenheim. I mean, we would be tied. We would be out of the relegation spot at the moment. And Hoffenheim, Stuttgart, and Hertha would be all below us. But that's not the case. And we got to figure it out and and, and get results. Uh, and so it starts with Freiburg this weekend. Uh, but again, how how these teams are at the top of the table fighting the three teams, the top three teams in the league who are all fighting for the title, all choke and cause us to not get the results that we need to go our way. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'd be happy if Dortmund doesn't win a title this year, but man, I, we needed that result. We needed Bayern to win that game. We needed Union to win that game. And none of those three teams could do anything in this one. Um, figures. But uh, yeah, what are we going to do, right? Uh, big game against Freiburg coming up. Uh, they're currently fifth in the table. They're still going for the Champions League spot here. We'll see. You know, they're, they're in a tough battle with Leipzig and Union. Um, it's between those three teams for the last two spots in the Champions League spot. So they're going to be they're going to be playing for it. They're going to they're going to want those points. But Freiburg can be had. Um, so we'll, we'll see what let's we'll see what we can do this weekend. The game is on Sunday, nine thirty a.m. Eastern time. Um, it's eight. 30 jack time chicago land time uh but as i mentioned you know we lost three players in this game um fairman bruner and skarka all players are out for a foreseeable future uh fairman with a groin injury skarka with a bloody ankle who knows what that injury is there and it appeared bruner had a dislocated shoulder um in the game so we'll see how long uh those players take to recover i would guess of the three Depending on how severe the injury is for Skarka, I would imagine Skarka would be the first one to come back. Then probably Bruner and probably last Fairman, just because of the nature of the injury. Groin injuries tend to take a little bit longer than than most injuries, just because it's a sensitive area. So we'll see. Uh, and then Jack's down on the IR as well. Um, we just can't catch a break, right? So that's why, hence the solo pod tonight. Uh, didn't want to pass up the Victory Monday podcast. It is a Victory Monday podcast, so we're drinking. Um, but uh, you know, Jack and Fairman and and Skark and Bruner. Hopefully, you guys recover well quickly. Maybe we'll, I know Jack will be back before all the rest of the rest of the guys. But uh, yeah, we'll see. So anyway, um, yeah, shout out to uh, the Discord channel and everyone on um, on Twitter and Facebook and 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 Twitch and uh, obviously if you follow us on YouTube. Um, if you haven't done so yet, check shoutcomica.com. Uh, we're going to try to keep up with uh, some articles and stuff like that. Latest article was a do or die article talking about the, the press conference that um, that wrapped after Hoffenheim matchup and then my thoughts of that press conference. Um, certainly interesting words from Thomas Rice and the lack of urgency, but you know it proved me wrong because uh, obviously what he said to the press was different from what he told the team and, and the team came out and got the result that we needed. So um big up to thomas rice and the team for getting the result there but shalcomerica.com definitely check it out uh and then again join the discord server uh where we can um chat with other like-minded english-speaking shaka fans um shout out to um cedric zalmat and in, in his uh his discord server german german server there so definitely go there uh for the german side of things so yeah i'm gonna wrap this up somehow i made it past a half hour mark uh, i will take it uh, keep this one nice, short, and sweet. Uh, and then we'll be back with Jack. Hopefully on the next podcast. Hopefully he gets better uh, soon. So shout out to you, Jack, again. And then, uh, yeah, 
for Jack. You can follow him at J-M-M-A-N-G-A-N as J-M-M-Mangan. Uh, you can follow me at R underscore K-H-A-R-M-A-N. Uh, and then if you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe and like the video for on YouTube. I'd uh, be much appreciated. But uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next game. And uh, yeah, maybe I can get a live stream going. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, a little busy at this time of year so uh, for me with work. But uh, yeah, we'll try nonetheless. All right. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your victory, rest of your victory Monday, whenever you listen to this podcast. Uh, and we'll catch you soon. Blue cow.